Hi there, it's Kathan, weekly host of The Homework Help Show. This week on episode 13, we talked about establishing a study routine, making a pre-study routine, and the Pomodoro Method, which can help you with productivity when you're studying. If any of this interests you, tune in to episode 13 of The Homework Help Show. So this is episode 13 of The Homework Help Show. It's super hard to believe that we are that far along in our show. Um, and just a note, we're now called the Homework Help Show instead of, we were um, Homework Help Learning Studio. The Homework Help Show um, is just a lot easier and it makes a lot more sense just to uh, call it that. So that's what we're called now. Um, and just, you know, people on Instagram, I'm not ignoring you, but I'm just going to be looking at um, my camera on my computer. I see what you're saying and everything. Um, and hopefully it you can tell that I'm looking at you as well. Um, but we record these and put them up on YouTube and various platforms, um, so I wanna make sure that I'm looking in the camera. Um, so it, for anyone that doesn't know me, my name is Kath Ann. I am the weekly host of Homework Help Global's The Learn, or no, I almost said our old name, <laughs> The Homework Help Show. Um, and this week we're gonna be talking about um, some setting up your study routine for productivity and also a method called the Pomodoro method which I just recently learned about which I think is a really great study technique but also a really good method for productivity. Uh, I see Trevor Sorrentino has jumped on and joined us. So Trevor we're going to be talking about um, some stuff about productivity, uh, how to maximize your study time, um, and the Pomodoro technique. So I hope you will continue to join us. So I'm sure that exams, papers, um, and group projects are starting to ramp up. Everyone has probably been over their syllabi and they know what is coming for the semester. So it's really great just to kind of, last week we talked about setting goals, and this week we're gonna talk about how to set up your six, your study space um, for success and so that you'll have some somewhere that you enjoy going and somewhere that you will go to, to study. Um, so I just wanted to quickly ask, um, are there anyone, is there anything in particular that you really need when you're studying, whether it be, you know, a certain book or your glasses or a cup of tea? Um, water perhaps are there any like really real necessities that you need before you start um, a study session for me it's my tea or coffee in the morning but this is an herbal tea Trevor says he needs a Red Bull. Yeah, well that makes sense if you're studying late at night and you need some extra energy for sure. Tea for you too, G-Core, work, study, anything. Yeah, I love tea too. I have a coffee in the morning and then a tea later on in the afternoon. Um, I do love water, but it's just nice to have that warm beverage. I don't know what it is. There's something special about it. And Trevor has a Red Bull uh, to keep him motivated. I can totally understand that. <laughs> Um, so the first thing I wanted to discuss is how to set up your actual physical space for studying. So here I wanted to talk about desk essentials. And yes, I said desk. Um, 
Although it is tempting to sit in your favorite chair or on the couch when you're studying, um, you're way more likely to fall asleep or be tempted to watch Netflix if you are sitting uh, in a more comfortable position um, to do your studying. So you will really want to set up a desk space, whether it be in your bedroom, whether it be um, in your living room or in an office if you're so lucky to have one, maybe in your family's basement. Um, it's a great idea just to set up a desk that's dedicated to your studying because you don't want to study in your bed, you don't want to study in the couch because you're going to be way more likely to uh, fall asleep. So now that we have our desk, there are some desk essentials that I highly recommend um, you having and you have on hand uh, throughout your study session. So the first thing is water. You're going to want to have water on hand to keep you hydrated throughout your study session. This will also minimize the time it takes to get up and go to the kitchen and get a glass of water, which can of course lead to uh, distractions. And if you're if you're like me, you might also want to keep like a small snack on hand. So whether it be raisins or almonds or peanuts in a little cup, um, just so that you don't have to keep getting up and going to the kitchen or going somewhere else. Um, to get a snack. So you want to have water and maybe a little snack on hand when you're sitting down for a longer study session. Another thing that might sound a little funny, but it's a good idea to have something like an oil diffuser or a scented candle on your desk so that um, it adds a gentle aroma to the area. So you could use something like lavender oil or lemongrass oil, something that's very light and that's going to keep you focused. Um, and it also adds some coziness and relaxation to the space. It makes um, the space more welcoming. And like I said, it does sound a little silly um, to spend that much time on your study space. But if you think about it, your studying can be really difficult. And when you're sitting down to study, you want to associate it with positive feelings and you want to make yourself comfortable. So when you do these extra little steps, um, you are more likely to associate studying with the positive feelings that come with setting up your space. So that's why I'm recommending um, adding some of these little uh, touches that can increase your feeling of positivity when you're going to study because we all know we don't all love to study. Um, so it can be really great to kind of add these little touches here and there uh, to increase your feelings of positivity. Hi, the neighborly consultant. Nice to see you. This tea is really good. So this kind of goes along with the last suggestion I had. Try to have something fresh on your desk. So whether it is a bouquet of flowers or a little succulent plant, um, so having something fresh on your desk can kind of lift your mood. It gives you something nice to look at and it brings a life to the desk. Um, it also has the added benefit of creating some oxygen while you're working so that you can uh, stay focused. And then another thing that you want to make sure is that you're tidy and organized. So make sure that you keep a tidy and organized space. Don't place everything on your desk, just the things that you'll need for that particular study session. You want just the essentials like some pens, highlighters, textbooks, um, anything that you might need, you might need your computer, so anything that you might need but nothing more because you don't want to be distracted. Originally I was going to suggest um, that you could have your agenda or your, or your bullet journal on hand, 
But in this case, whereas you're going to be focusing specifically on studying, I would suggest that less is more because the more you have on the desk, the more likely you are to be distracted. So another good idea, and I know everyone's not going to like this idea, but it's to, is to shut your phone off or put it away from your desk. So maybe you'll plug it into um, an outlet across the room. Just make it so that your, um, your phone is not as readily available um, because, of course, you have the potential to get bored while studying and you're going to be tempted to look at your phone. So the more difficult it is to access your phone, um, the more likely you're going to continue studying and not be distracted. So now that we have our physical space laid out, um, it's time to start studying. And I wanted to discuss this idea of a pre-study routine. So you also want to be really intentional about how you are um, presenting yourself when, you're study, when you study and the steps that you take um, to start out for a successful study session. So when you start studying, you want to make sure that you are wearing something comfortable. Unless you're going to the library or out in public somewhere to a cafe, it doesn't really matter what you look like when you study, um, and it doesn't matter really anyway. You can dress however you want, but you might be more conscious if you're going outside of your house. Um, but dress comfortably, uh, avoid the temptation to fidget with your clothing, so if you're wearing an itchy sweater, you might feel itchy and uncomfortable during your study session, so you want to make sure that you're very comfortable. Wear a nice pair of um, easy-fitting jeans and uh, a nice hoodie, nice warm hoodie, and you should be good to go. Make sure you're warm enough as well. Um, then make a warm beverage. This has been a theme, as you can see. Um, whether it's tea, coffee, hot chocolate, having a warm be beverage can signal to your brain that you're sitting down to do some work. Um, while also being comfortable. If you're not one for caffeine, uh, but you want the relaxing aspect of tea, without the buzz, you could opt for an herbal tea instead. So, um, now that those little touches are out of the way, before you get studying, it's actually beneficial to look at your uh, agenda and look at what you need to get done. So take out your agenda, your bullet journal, and see what you want to get accomplished for that session. Physically write down small time allotments for yourself and set deadlines. So for example, you might want to schedule to work on one task from 5 p.m. until 6 p.m. And then you might set a second task from 6.30 p.m. until 7 p.m. Um, when you make these little appointments for yourself, you're much more likely to commit to and follow through with them. They also help you stay on track. So that's a little like what we were talking about uh, last week, is to set positive and possible goals for yourself so that you are way more likely to follow through on them. And when you set deadlines for yourself, you're, you're absolutely more likely um, to complete them. It's also really important to get in the right mindset when you plan to study. So this is where you could begin with five minutes before you start studying and write down five things or three things that you're grateful for. This will help you to stay positive and have a focused mindset. You might also want to write down somewhere or think about how you're going to reward yourself when you have finished these tasks. So maybe it's a relaxing bath or watching your favorite show on Netflix with your partner. Whatever it is, um, make sure that you have a reward lined up so that you are more motivated to follow through on your tasks. 
It's also a really good idea to sit near an open window or a door so you have access to some fresh air. Uh, the plants can give you some oxygen, but it's also really good to have some fresh air as long as it's not too cold outside. Um, so then you're gonna actually begin studying. So you sit down at your desk. You set a timer for 20 to 30 minutes and work until the timer goes off. Now this is where you might need your cell phone um, if you like to have that uh, for a timer. So um, you can keep that on your desk, but I'll talk a little bit about um, some apps that you can use to kind of control your uh, urge to, um, to look at your phone if you do use it as a timer. You can also set timers on your computer for um, 20 to 30 minutes, but again, I'll talk about that uh, as we go along. So once you finish that 20 to 30 a lot, um, minute allotment of work, you can take a little break before you continue your work. There are a couple of things you can do when you're taking your break. So uh, the best thing is to get moving. So you want to take a step away from your desk, give your eyes a rest from looking at your computer or staring at your textbook, and you want to get up and maybe do some stretching, uh, do some yoga postures, you might refill your cup of tea or your water, um, you might pet your cat. So it's also really important to give yourself a break, um, just getting up from, from there so that you're not feeling like weighed down by the study session. Typical study breaks should be between, be between five and 10 minutes. You, yeah, like I said, you might wanna get another healthy snack or refill your water. Whatever you do, um, don't make it longer than five to 10 minutes. Um, but make sure that you're getting up and getting moving, and then you can return to your studying. So once you've completed a task, so after that 20 to 30 minutes, if you've completed your task, give it a check off on your list. So that gives you a sense of accomplishment. It also gives you a sense of being able to look back and seeing what you, seeing the pattern of what you've completed, and this actually serves um, as a motivational factor and we talked about that a little bit last week in that when we document um, our goals and the things that we've achieved uh, it motivates us we can then see that we've we've been making a difference and we've been doing our, our hard work has been of benefit um, so when you do set that timer for 20 to 30 minutes um, during your study session, make sure you write down any questions that pop up for you. This way you can remember to go back to them afterwards. So you're not getting distracted by those questions then and, lo and looking through your textbook or Googling something. You're writing down these questions and you are going to go back to them afterwards. You can, um, after your study session, then go back through your notes and figure out uh, the answer to the question or you might approach your professor and ask them as well, um, but taking the time during your study session to figure those questions out is just going to be a distraction. So make sure you have a little notepad so you can write down your distractions, or sorry, your questions as they come up through your study session. And I see Alan, no, oh, All Angle Aesthetics has joined us, hello. Um, 
So as well, you might not have uh, all the time in the world to complete every task that you set out to do, um, especially if you're working on a time constraint and you are a student and you are you work as well and you have family to attend to, um, you definitely want to make the most of your time. So if you are not able to finish um, one task, make sure that you write that down as well as, so that you can go back to it during your next study session. So now I wanted to move on to uh, what I talked about, the Pomodoro method. So the Pomodoro method um, can help with the big P word, which is procrastination. We all know about procrastination. It is not just a student thing. It is absolutely something that can that can continue into adult work, into adulthood as well. Um, or into you know the working world as well. So it's really helpful to develop strategies to combat procrastination. So I find that procrastination, and I've, and I've done some research on this, procrastination can be most challenging when it happens at the beginning of a study session or a work session. So you don't always want to get started on a task because there's this just mental resistance there and you would way rather be looking on your phone or playing a video game or reading a book anything else but doing the task that you have set out to do so today i wanted to talk about a little bit about how to actually address that problem um so it's almost like the more you try to push yourself to do that task, the less that you want to do it. So it's getting over that hump of resistance. Um, but once you do get over that hump, then you're able to work really intensely for long periods of time. Sometimes it's just that initial starting point and then you can work. Um, so I wanted to talk about how to get over that initial resistance um, that procrastination can cause for us. But also if you are someone that procrastinates throughout a task, this uh, strategy can work for you as well. G-Core, I see you agree. <laughs> I know, procrastination, it's a bad one, my goodness. I don't know. I don't know. But hopefully this will help. I don't know if you heard my, my neighbor's dog out there barking. I can hear him. So the problem with this mental resistance is that our brain is way more likely to want to do something that's easier. So studying or working or doing something that's more challenging and difficult for the brain, it, it takes effort. So the brain doesn't always want to do that. So what we have to do is we have to give it motivation to do that and we have to almost externalize the motivation. So you see what I mean. Pick one particular task to work on. So if you are studying for a biology test, pick chapter one. That's going to be your first um, task. You don't want a list, you don't want multiple tasks, you want one task. So as I mentioned before, you want to set a timer for between 20 and 30 minutes. Um, the recommended time for the Pomodoro method is actually 25 minutes. Set a timer for 25 minutes and work as intensely as you can on that one task. 
So whether, um, so if I'm studying for a biology test, test if I'm studying for chapter one uh, in biology, then I'm going through my chapter and I am studying as hard as I can for that first 25 minutes. Like I mentioned, if you do get distracted by a call, a text, or wanting to look something up on Google, have your notepad beside you and write it down so you can go back to it once you've finished um, your study session. When the timer goes off, take a five minute break and repeat that process three more times. So set it for 25, take a five minute break. Set it for 25, take a five minute break. So you want to um, basically breaking your um, study session up into 25 minute allotments. Once you have done the four sessions, take a longer break. So maybe a half an hour, um, maybe you have some lunch or uh, do a yoga session, go for a walk. Um, and then you can start the process all over again. So if you have something um, to study for, you definitely want, or you know, that's more challenging, you definitely want to spend some time um, on it, then you might start the 25 minute allotments all over again. This technique, it seems super simple, but it's very powerful and it can help us get it over our procrastination because what it does is it externalizes um, the need for discipline. So it takes the onus away from you and puts it into the timer. So instead of you having to be, um, you know, strong-willed enough to stop yourself from being distracted, it puts the onus on the timer. Um, and then you aren't reliant on your own self-control, but rather the time is being measured by that timer. So using the timer is probably one of the most effective ways that it's been found to work. And then writing your distractions down in, in um, combination with this helps to minimize the connection between the craving for a distraction and its fulfillment. So essentially you're creating space between these desires for um, a distraction and you actually fulfilling them. So when you do that, when you take the time to write down your distractions, you're actually <clears throat> strengthening your focus muscle. So uh, over time, if you keep practicing that, your focus muscle in your brain is, gonna, is going to become stronger and stronger and you aren't going to get as distracted as easily. So um, I think this is a really great method. Um, I don't particularly study anymore because I'm not a student, um, but I've been using it a lot in my own work because I do work from home as a freelance writer and this can be really, really helpful when you're trying to meet a deadline or when you have some work to do, just setting out one task for yourself, um, working really intensely for 25 minutes, having a mini break and then doing that over and over again. And you'll actually be surprised at how quickly that 25 minutes passes. Um, it seems like a long time, but when you're working, you're kind of in that really intense focused mindset. And I think also having the kind of the time limited nature of it um, automatically kind of rewards your brain. And it's like, oh, if I finish this, then I'm going to be able to take a break. So it's like that built-in reward mechanism, which is really cool. So of course there are other ways to make this technique more useful. So you, there's an app called uh, Cold Turkey Writer, 
which you can download on your computer actually and it essentially converts your computer into just a typewriter until you meet a certain word count. So this could be really helpful in um, when you're writing a paper. So if you're writing a 2,000 word paper, you might set your um, cold turkey writer to 1,000 words. It would only act as a typewriter um, and not allow you to get on the internet or anything until you meet 1,000 words take a little break and then do the same thing for the next thousand words. So I thought that was a really cool option um, if you're someone that gets easily distracted while you're writing papers. Um, I think you can also set it so that you can work within a certain time frame as well. So uh, the same thing as the Pomodoro method, so if you wanted to set it for 25 minutes, you work for 25 minutes, and then your computer, uh, you can access the internet and things like that as well. So another kind of tip is that you don't necessarily have to use 25 minutes. Like I said, you could use 20 to 30 minutes, but you could also, um, sorry, I lost my train of thought, but you could also extend that period of time as well um, because it's just whatever works best for you. Um, the guy that invented the Pomodoro method actually started out with the 25 minutes and personally I do find that works really well. Um, but if you wanted to extend it, if you had a longer study session to do, then certainly experiment with whatever works best for you. Sometimes the 25 minutes does seem quite short, but I kind of like that because it breaks up the work into uh, more manageable chunks. I know G-Core, finding what works is the toughest, isn't it? But I think, yeah, just kind of trying out these different um, methods can be really helpful um, and seeing what works for you. But yeah, definitely, like, it kind of depends on the day, really. You know, it's not everything's going to work on every day for every person. It depends how you're feeling that day and whether you're feeling motivated or not. But I totally agree with you. <laughs> it's easy to say these things, but it's another thing to uh, put them in practice for sure. Okay. So just to reiterate what I was saying, at the beginning of the session is um, make sure that you really have everything prepared before you start studying. So having everything out on your desk um, and nothing more than what you actually need is really important so that minimizes your distractions. Um, close Facebook, close YouTube, close any tabs that you don't need, uh, anything distracting. Um, because you want to make sure that you are focused intensely on that task at the time. Thank you, GXN Zoe. I just got these earrings. I've been getting a lot of compliments on them. Thank you. <laughs> We're just talking about how um, to effectively study and how to time your study uh, sessions using the Pomodoro method. So basically that means um, spending 25 minutes studying, taking a five to 10 minute break, and then going back to your studying. Um, so yeah, thanks for joining us. So um, 
Yeah, so close any distracting apps. If you are interested in using a timer on your phone, I have found a really um, helpful app which is called Tide, so it's T-I-D-E, and you can use that for a timer. It's a free app. I have an iPhone and I believe it's available for um, Android as well. So um, I highly recommend it because uh, what you can do is you can set your 25 minutes um, and it'll run out the clock. If you do escape the app, it'll stop your timer. So then it'll stop your study session. Um, but it also plays really, really relaxing music. So today I was using it and uh, there were, you know, there were wave sounds, there were forest sounds, there are sounds that um, are similar to like if you were working in a cafe. So it's really, really great. Um, I find those kinds of noises really help me to focus. Um, so I highly recommend this app. It's, it's really good and uh, it actually uses the Pomodoro method. So give it a try. It's called Tide. Um, and what I actually do is I take my phone and I put it on my little tripod that I have actually for this show um, so that I can see the timer. But I'm also, it makes it more awkward for me to grab it when I put it on that stand. So it's less tempting for me to go on Instagram or Facebook or try to text someone while I'm doing it. Um, so so yeah, so far so good. Um, so that is actually all I have for this week. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this session. We talked about how to set up your desk and workspace for effective studying. We talked about um, setting a timer and setting goals and breaks for yourself along the way that can maximize your productivity. We talked about the Pomodoro method and a couple of apps like Tide and Cold Turkey Writer that can help you um, to stop procrastinating and to get down to studying. And I think next week um, we'll get back into a little bit more of the academic content. So I wanted to do a couple of sessions on how to start your school year off. But next week, I think we'll delve a little heavier into um, either APA or MLA format um, and guidelines around that. So if you guys can let us know what you would like to see, um, then we can prepare for that and give you guys what you want. So I'm thinking probably uh, either MLA or APA format will do an in-depth kind of process and we will go into what that would look like um, and so bring any of your papers that you're working on or any questions and join join me here next week at 7 p.m eastern standard time for the homework help show so i hope this was a benefit to you and if you do want to gain access to any of our other content we are on facebook twitter linkedin instagram google plus youtube medium SoundCloud, Anchor, uh, iTunes, Apple Podcast, and Google Play Music. So we are on all of those platforms. If you do want to access any of our other content, we have a lot of really great stuff up about thesis writing, about proper referencing, uh, about student mental health, about uh, goal setting and routines, about productivity. So there are 13 episodes up on those platforms. All you have to do is search Homework Help Global and we will come up. So I hope to see you guys soon. Uh, I hope this was a benefit and I will talk to you soon. See you next week. Have a good week.